little bit of bass as well. Uh, you can turn it up a little bit, just a teeny bit. Yeah, that's fine. Hey, hey, test mic. Rolling? Let's do it, man. Hi, we're Cub Sport, and this is Good Guys Go. This week's guests on the sessions at Midori House are Tim Nelson and Sam Netterfield from the Brisbane band Cub Sport, who at the end of last year released their second album, Bats. Since their first LP, This Is Our Vice, much has changed in Camp Cub Sport. Last year, Tim and Sam both came out as gay and announced their engagement, not too long before gay marriage became legalised in Australia. Bats is a record packed with pure pop hits that borrow from R&B and gospel and examine the freedom and comfort that comes from not only accepting who you are, but letting the world accept it too. Where do all the good guys go? It's all I want to know. Where's the one I want to find? I've been doing
throughout the course of making the album, I came out as gay and finally admitted that I was in love with Sam. So, yeah, it's kind of, it more or less follows that journey of learning self-acceptance and then kind of just going for it and the happiness of when we were finally together, the start of our relationship. And when you have finally come out and you feel like you can express yourself fully, how does that change your writing process with your music? Well, I guess it's much more freeing because I, I wrote like a bunch of the album before I had come out and I'd started writing more honestly because I guess I wasn't writing with a Cub Sport album in mind or anything. I was kind of just processing what was happening and writing what I was feeling. And it was sort of listening back to the songs, reflecting on it, and those moments of listening to what I had said and realising what it meant exactly. Because at the time of writing a lot of the songs, I was kind of like, oh, I don't know what it's about. But yeah, I think making the album was a really important part of me actually figuring out what I was feeling. This is Chasen. We used to live in this house that was right near a big colony of bats. There's like a creek. The cover art of the album is a photo that I took of the bats down the road from our house. And we used to walk our dogs down there like pretty much every evening and watch the bats fill the sky. It was pretty magical. And we'd normally be playing Frank Ocean White Ferrari off our phones and just watching it and listening to that song. And I used to Snapchat it all the time. And someone from Texas replied once and was like, oh, wow, that looks just like here in Texas. I was like, that's so cool that this beautiful thing that we love so much about Brisbane can be seen like in other parts of the world. And then I was just thinking like we could be anywhere in the world watching it. And 
it wouldn't change what we've got and that nothing could change that now. So that was where the opening lyrics of Bats came from and it just felt like the most important part of the story. It was the happy part where we were finally together and it was just bliss and I wanted to capture that sort of warm, buzzy energy but it was still like relaxed and stuff. I don't know, it just felt like the fitting song to be the title track so that's why we went with it. We should say that not only are the two of you together, but you're also engaged. Congratulations. Thank you. you. And since the album came out, obviously gay marriage has been legalised in Australia. That must have been such a special day for you guys. Yeah, we ended up celebrating, I think, pretty much non-stop (laughs) for about four weeks. (laughs) We really hit it hard. (laughs) That was great. Two of our best friends are also gay. And I think we stayed up until maybe 10 o'clock the next morning. After that was announced, so yeah, we did celebrate. And you self-released your music as well. Do you enjoy having that whole creative control over everything? Do you delegate roles out to the rest of the band members? The four of us discuss pretty much everything before we make any decisions. We've been playing music together pretty much since we were kids. So yeah, we've formed really tight bonds, friendships and like business relationships. I feel like we're a pretty well-oiled machine now, so we divide it up and just make stuff happen. (laughs) We're our own label and our own management and at the moment we're booking our own shows over here. Speaking of shows, when you've written an album that's this personal, how does it feel to finally get on stage and sing it to the world and see your fans reacting to it? Yeah, it's incredible. I feel like I've never been disconnected to songs that I've written before and so it really is burying myself more than ever to be up there like singing this stuff that means so much to me and it's almost overwhelming seeing people react to it and sing along and that sort of thing it's quite surreal and we haven't even done like a headline tour since releasing the album so yeah we're super excited when we get back to Australia we start our 10 date tour there and they're the biggest rooms we've ever headlined and they sold out months in advance and we've had to add extra shows and stuff. So I'm so excited to play some headline shows and I think the energy is going to be pretty crazy. I'm just trying to be honest This is Come On Mess Me Up. We were walking on Spark Street, growing up real fast. Left it behind pretty quickly. Still the farthest thing from pretty. I fell in 
been listening to the sessions at Maduri House. This week's guests were Cubs Sport and their new album Bats is out now. The band are playing live dates across Australia, North America and Europe throughout spring. Head to cubsport.com for more information. This show was produced by me, Holly Fisher, and recorded and mixed by Kieran Banerjee. Next week we'll have live music by Charles Watson, one half of British duo Slow Club, who's just about to release his debut solo album. Until then, goodbye and thanks for listening. Cause I want this You know I want this So come on, mess me up